Hi guys, this is Rachel. And it's Sarita. Welcome back to the We Mama podcast. Today we're going to talk about our birthing experiences. So, um, I mean, I don't know about you, but even before I had a child or before I was pregnant, I was like curious about what labor and birth looks like. I used to watch this show on LMN, which is one born every minute. I don't know if you're familiar with it, Aretha, where it's literally like a docu-series styles of women just giving birth. That, that, oh, um, that, that was it. <laughs> that does not sound like a good time at all. I wanted to know what, what the future would look like for me. I needed to know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> She, um, <laughs> she's clearly into BDSM. No, <laughs> no, I was always yourself? curious because for me, my like one of my main fears about like um getting pregnant and whatever. My main fear was not the labor but the delivery. I was like, I cannot imagine my vagina just getting huge to push a baby and shoulders out. So I yeah. needed to know. I need to find out, okay, what to do, what not to do, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a real fear. Actually, I had decided in my teens that um I was going to adopt. Like, I've always been... Right, I remember. Adoption. Yeah. And because I was just kind of like, who needs to do that? Like, <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I cannot like reconcile voluntarily uh, opting like, to yes and I also and I'm not judging anybody but I also can reconcile accidentally do it that's why I was on my birth control game <laughs> once I did it because I was like no 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 yes yes because Kai Kai was a planned baby like I didn't want any slip ups before I was mentally emotionally and financially ready to have a kid like and I are was you ever financially ready no you know, no but I am I am better now than I was at 25 I just feel like Kara have like a little like pool in my bedroom <laughs> or something and I just be making it rain on her or something like sir why are you so expensive oh, I, and it never ends it never ends I know they only get like I think it calms down <laughs> for a few years in between when they go to public school and stuff but then it just goes back up with like after school activities yeah, yeah, graduation College, wedding. I'm really lucky. Kara's a boy too. I'm crazy. They're gonna figure that out. It is. It is. You are a constant ATM. Right. According to my yes. So yes. Back on track because we started off by going off track. It's so unlike us, OMG. Okay. So you want to go first to tell me about your birthing experience in the state? of California? I mean, yeah, mine was overall good. It okay. was funny. It was very on-brand for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, Mr. Dramatic. <laughs> so, it was the... So, I had two delivery dates. I had two delivery dates. So one was... Um, the actual due date that he came on and that okay. was the initial date we got. And then for some reason, another doctor that we went to, um, because he was resting on my bladder Ooh. and I had developed some, um, some ovarian cyst while I was pregnant with him, all the hormones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I had to do the every two weeks 
once we got to the five month point, I had to go in for the intravaginal ultrasound. Right. Yeah, just to, for them to get the complete picture of what was happening and making mm-hmm. sure that he was still growing, even though we had a few other things going on. I mean, I wasn't in like any amount of pain or anything like that or anything mm-hmm. irregular. They just wanted to make sure that he was still growing and everything was going good with him. And everything okay. was fine with him. He was doing good and stuff. And so initially I felt like he was a little overdue because we had the earlier date. But then when I thought about the initial date we got, I was like, oh, okay. So then on the morning of the actual day, it was for him to, um, his actual first due date. All right. Um, I woke up at around 5 a.m. and I had like a little burning sensation in my stomach and I thought I had gas pain. Okay. So I made some tea. I was like watching TV, relaxing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like, of course, there was like some liquid and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, there's, there's a lot going on this morning. <laughs> and then like about five minutes after I done me, I was like, oh crap, that my water probably just broke, huh? Oh. I was, like, I was like, oh, right. Okay. So All right. yeah, we should, we should <laughs> yes. probably get on this <laughs> so I went and I woke up his dad and I was like hey I think we have to go to the hospital I might be in labor I'm not really sure because I haven't really done this before <laughs> it could be labor it's his due date there was some liquid you know okay there's, there's signs <laughs> so. yes so then his dad was like, okay, sure. And I was like, but I have to take a shower because I'm not going being all overnighty. Overnight. To the, yeah, to the hospital. I don't think they would have cared either way, but okay. <laughs> I can. Okay. So then, and then when I got in the shower, I was like, oh my God, my legs are so hairy. Like I haven't shaved in ages. I was like, I need wow. to get on this. So like that's in the showers when the labor pain really started to kick in. Uh-huh. So like I would get a contraction and like lean up on the wall and breathe through it. Like, right. <laughs> and like then when it eased the up, I would continue shaving. <laughs> and then I would get another one, lean up, get through it, then continue shaving. Uh-huh. So then eventually after about 10 minutes, I was done with that whole process. Okay. Got out the shower. Wow, you, you did a lot. And stuff. <laughs> it was super cold too because it was winter. Uh-huh. And so like put on a few layers and stuff. Like I'm like, okay, you ready? He's like, yeah, we're ready. We've had the backpack for like three weeks now. So like it's just a roll. I had a whole suit. You know, I had a whole yeah. Two suitcases because I need everything. I need everything. Because okay. I do too much. I need options of nightgowns. I do. And options of adult diapers. Ones with flowers, <laughs> ones without. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so we left. Why does the car not have gas on his duty? Oh. Why did Sam not pull up the tank the night before? You had one job, sir, which is to get me to the hospital. (laughs) One job. So part of getting me to the hospital would be to have some gas in your car, you don't think? Uh Of course, we had to stop at the gas station, and it's now about 7 Uh a.m.-ish, and like 6.45-ish. It's pitch black still, freezing cold. Everybody, the gas station is full because it's like a workday morning. It's a Friday morning. Right. And so, and I'm in labor. And so then everybody was telling me about how sometimes you get nauseous when you're in labor. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like sitting in the gas station and just like, as soon as like, I'm feeling so sick, I'm trying to hold it together. Then as soon as we pull out and run the freeway, I'm just throwing up on oh, myself, like no. right down all my clothes, can't hold it together, just throwing up. 
And I'm just like looking at myself, like, what has my life become? I'm just throwing up on myself. Like, I'm not even attempting to put my head through the window. I'm yeah. just accepting defeat and I'm like vomiting down my whole front. No. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, my God. Because the combination of the pain and the weakness and the nausea, I just like, I don't even yeah. put my head out the window. This is I'm, just. And probably the gas fumes too at the gas station. Yeah, I think that probably like kicked it up too. Yeah. So oh. then, anyway, so luckily, I had on like two layers so pulled off the first one um we're driving I'm like are we gonna make it because I'm like the hospital is an hour away so I specifically oh. asked my OBGYN because we moved what is it we moved literally a month before my due date we moved okay. into a, a house right because we were okay. before we moved into a house because you know we're adulting now we have a house we have a baby all that stuff so anyway we moved <laughs> so it's an hour away from where I used to live before so I asked my OBGYN, should I get a um a close a, somebody close up? Yeah, and he was just like, no, um, labor's not an emergency. I was like, Kate, <gasps> he's like, no, he's like he's like the panic makes it feel like an emergency but he says the average first labor is 16 hours long so uh, he's like you have more than ample time to get to the hospital okay. I was like okay okay sounds good but then uh, we're in the car now this is about so my my first little little gas pain started around 5.30 this is now around 7.30 so two hours later right right and I am getting a contraction like every minute rapid fire I can feel Kyra's head tunneling down oh no right and so I'm just like wait but this is like two hours in like you told me this is why I shaved my legs he lied to me I knew that this would be going at this speed I would have gone to the hospital overnight but anyway oh my god um, so and of course in classic Aretha fashion there has to be an accident on the freeway no Oh my yes. god, like, that was not your morning. It was not. It was, it was cl- cl- clearly Kyra's morning, but not my morning. And so, yes, yeah, so I'm looking down the freeway with this baby's head. I can feel it in between my legs almost. Oh. And it's just a sea of cars. And I'm on this, there's this one particular freeway that is five different freeways and it merges. Oh, those are the So we're on that one. And so then, wait, how yeah. far are you now from the hospital? If with no traffic, half an hour. Okay. With the traffic, could be two hours, could be three hours. Oh my God. Yeah, because there's an accident. It's not even a regular morning traffic. There's an accident. It's a Friday. It's Super Bowl weekend. There's a lot going oh on. Oh my here. God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so call, so call the um, advice nurse at the back of my insurance card because she had become my best friend for this pregnancy. Every question I had, every two <laughs> days I was calling this lady. So, yeah. So, anyway, call the advice nurse. She's like, so if you feel his head already there, that means he's coming now. She's like, how far apart are your contractions? I'm like, well, about a minute apart. She's like, oh, yeah, that baby's about to come. Oh. So then she yeah. tells Sam, take out your laces because you're going to have to tie up the umbilical cord and get into the shoulder. What? All the color drains from Sam's face. (laughs) And I just get so mad because I'm just like, listen. So you have to deliver in the car. Yes. But I just got mad at Sam because I'm just like, (laughs) who's the one with a human being exiting their body? 
Why are you using color draining from your face? I So anyway, so we make it across and then she says, Well call um call nine one one also just in case there's anything nearby. Okay. So we do that. They said there's no ambulance nearby, but there is a fire truck. So they said and the fire truck has an EMT. Okay. So well, good. So yeah, so four minutes later, fire truck comes. It's all dudes. So I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and, um, and so she had told me to take my pants off. So I'm naked from the waist down. This fire truck rolls and you're all all, Wait, wait, wait. Like you, you, okay, naked. I'm at the side of the freeway and everybody's looking. With and, no pants. Yeah. And so this fire truck rolls up. And so they're like, well, we can put you in a stretcher to take you into the fire truck. Or do you think? I was like, I can walk. Don't <laughs> So anyway, one lacrosse to the fire truck. They put me in. Oh, I get in or whatever, whatever. Not. I'm butt naked from the waist down. Oh on the my free. god, girl, I didn't care. I was like, these people owe me. I was like, they owe me money for this free show. That's all I know. <laughs> Did you have on like a like a longish top at least? No, because remember my first top, my big sweater got thrown up on. So now I'm just in like this really thin strapped camisole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm bare so budget. Right? I'm so, like trying to imagine this lady with like a big belly and a camisole walking around in boots. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, I all I know is these people owe me some money. Because oh. I put a, some pep in their Friday. Okay. But anyway. So anyway, get into truck now so i'm like do you have anything to be paying and he's like well all we have is morphine i was like will that affect the baby he's like yeah i was like oh, okay no i'm good i don't right. want my baby to be all drowsy right, when right, the right. comes into this world you know so so he's like well it's eight minutes away do you want to try to deliver the baby now because like they had to right there or do you want to uh... get to the hospital and i was like i can hold it for eight minutes we're good let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a movie. I know, right? But all I'm thinking about is you ring a fire because that's all my friends who have had yes. me before oh, that too. Yes. That's all I'm thinking about. Oh. Right? I'm just like, when that head like starts to come through and those shoulders, I heard oh. that's the worst part of the pain. And I'm just like, I need to get into a hospital bed and get my epidural before <laughs> that head breaks through. That's all. That's the only thing in this whole situation that I've wanted. So make okay. this happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the hospital now they take me upstairs to emergency get to the nurse she's like well you know um you're 10 centimeters fully dilated oh. um she, i was like that okay was but quick. can i get my epidural and she was like well that doesn't make any sense because like literally it's probably two or three pushes and you're good she's like at this point if you get an epidural you may not be able to push and then we're gonna need to get a c-section to get him fully out oh and i was like i'm a gambling woman <laughs> give me my epidural <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. I was like, I my only thing that I need I, I was consistent about in my birthing plan was before that head breaks out. You want the epidural. epidural. So that's we can still stick to that part because everything else went amok. You're not my doctor, I'm not at my hospital, nothing else works. So oh, wait, oh so this is not your this is not your place you were going to. This is a nearby hospital. Yeah, no, they couldn't okay. get me through traffic to that okay. in time. The guy said the head was already there. Okay. Right. right. Anyway, so we get the epidural. It kicks in. Apparently, I got really high because Sam was just like, "You were waving at the all the doctors and telling them (laughs) thank you and blowing kisses." And he said, "You acted like it was a whole Emmy speech, girl." 
to oh edit it. Then the doctor comes. And so I was like, Hi, thank you. Oh my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. And then Sam's like, no, the baby's still inside. You were waiting for the epidural <laughs> to kick in. I was like, oh, I'm not in pain anymore. So I thought we are done. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, so then the doctor comes back now. And he's like, okay, we got to get this boy out. He's been waiting, you know, he's ready. So I'm like, okay, cool. They're like, so just give us some pushes. And I remember one of my friends telling me, when they tell you push, do not push with all your might. Yes. She was like, tiny push and hold. Tiny push and hold. Push with all your might. That baby's going to come blasting through. It's going to tear you up. It's, it's never going to be the same. So I did tiny push and wait. And then he was like, then the doctor was like, okay, give me one more. A tiny push. And then he just slipped out. And then he was just there. And But he wasn't making any noise. Oh. So I was kind of scared because I know they're supposed to cry. Right. So I was like, oh my God, my baby's mute. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I did that, he cried. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, yay! Oh my god, that's my baby! Yeah, oh my god! So, yeah, wait, um, so your entire labor was what, like three hours? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, so I think that's probably a follow up that we could do on another day with, um, on like what I did. Cause I really did a lot of stuff the week or two before right. that was supposed to help labor. Okay. You know, it's like be like quick and help you not rip, et cetera, et cetera. So, we could probably do like another episode on that. But right now, we want to hear about your journey. Okay. Um, well, I didn't have that much of a dramatic on the roadside ambulance, very much like. A Grey's Anatomy episode. <laughs> Rachel, really? No one chance to be Mamazilla and you didn't take it. No, 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 no. It was long, much longer than yours, but, but, um, a lot tamer. So I actually had decided earlier as part of my birth plan that I wanted to give birth in more of a home setting than a hospital setting. So thankfully there's a place in Trinidad here in Belmont, actually, that they do, it's run by midwives and the setup, mm-hmm. the setup is basically you're delivering at home. So their yeah. rooms are like, bedrooms with and if you want to do a water birth there's a jacuzzi there and your girl wanted to do a water birth birth? wait so i wanted i was like i'm going to be all natural i'm not gonna up for any medication i'm gonna you know like 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 what you see on tv i'm gonna have like this thorn of flowers and i'm gonna be in the jacuzzi and i'm gonna be delivering in the water none of that happened So basically, my because I was just about to say that, <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Disgusting. That did not happen. Like just hanging out in your own fluid. It didn't that... happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it looks so pretty, and you know, and the husband is there, like at at your back, and he's holding you, and you're pushing your child out into the water, which is a lot less jarring than just air. Now. So I bought into I all mean, of that. I guess <laughs> I bought into all of that. That was gonna be my mm-hmm. plan. So I ended up having contractions the Thursday night. I didn't tell my husband because I was like. I need this alone time because this is probably the last time I'm going to have by myself out somebody attached to me. So I did Thursday night by myself. I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I went on my arm on the baby center app, tamped my contractions Mm -hmm. at about eight o'clock the next morning mm-hmm. i realized this is getting a lot more intense or oh, this is a little okay. before eight so i woke up and i'm like okay. i think the baby's coming um let's like try to get our stuff together and organize it's like you know what mm-hmm. it's hurting so i'm gonna have a hot shower because that's supposed to relax all your muscles i tried the hot shower and i was like this is hurting a lot more than they told me it would hurt this is, this is, this is my contractions. I'm like, I don't want to take a bath. 
No, Rachel, I am not doing this. I am not doing this. So Rachel. I come on the shower and I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me go and rock on the bed. So I was looking side to side. I'm like, okay, this is working. And then I felt a pop and a gush of water flew up. I okay, looked so down. Was it was oh my water's broke. Yeah. Oh, it's on. And in that moment, <laughs> I felt sorry. So all I cared about was I just have all my fluid in the mattress. I now have to sleep on. Oh my god! How how am I gonna get all this out? It's gonna stay in. I'm gonna have to sleep on it. <laughs> well, why your priorities were so straight? Why my mattress? I'm all places. No. So I felt like you. And then I was like, okay, Rish. I was like, okay, Rish, it's on. Call the facility. Let them know your water broke. Okay, great. So they told me, okay, I'll wait uh, one or two hours and, you know, play some music and see how you feel and then come in. So... But your water is broke. Yes. No, but still. Because they... I mean, it's better to labor at home in your in familial surroundings then go somewhere else like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be more relaxed if i stay home for a little bit at 10 o'clock i was like i need to go this baby is coming i cannot i can't do this like on my own anymore so i yeah. so we drive down there i cannot remember the drive at all we got there so mm-hmm. i have my two midwives and a doula i would suggest mm-hmm. anybody get a doula like mm-hmm. they're worth they're they're worth it so she okay. was there and she was like hugging me and massaging me. You and, liked that? And I kind of did because like Ugh. I would look into her eyes and she would look into my eyes and I could tell that oh she understood God. the pain I felt because I was in pain. Yes. No, it was great. And you tell like, her she, she was lovely. She was lovely. And I'm like, the nurse tried to massage my back and I was sweating. <laughs> I was like, don't touch me. Like, I'm trying to focus here. Game face. <laughs> no, it was, it was very, I mean, so, so they checked me. Okay. I'm not that, that is it as, as yet. So they're like, you know what? Do some lunges. I'm like, I am tired. And everything, like literally everything hurt. My skin hurt. My hair yeah, hurt. Exactly. My paws hurt. Right. Everything hurt. I'm like, I can't do it. Like, no, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to. Okay. So your girl doing lunges up and down the hallway. Check nothing okay let's do lunges up the stairs because they have stairs lunges mm-hmm. upstairs nothing okay let's do squats i'm like i am tired i am in labor i'm like I, I, you up I, I, yes i'm like i can't do this i can't i can't no take me baby take me baby i don't want to do this anymore oh, <laughs> and the melodrama begins so from 10 so <laughs> i was there from 10 o'clock and then at six o'clock still no baby so that's 10 a.m right yes 10 a.m to six in the afternoon Still no baby. No baby. And now my labor has stalled because she's not coming down at all. So I'm stuck at about six centimeters. And mm-hmm. at that point, they're like, we can't keep you any longer because they actually have a mandate to the hospital. Yeah. Once a patient is there yeah. for a certain number of hours, they have to mm-hmm. transfer them to port of speed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. not port of speed. Not port of speed. Because you know you you funny stories. Like I should have been There's one exactly. time I got blind in one eye, and Port Spain saved my eye. So let me hush. But no. proceed. But you hear all these stories, like you know, Port of Spain. You, um, they go buff here. They will crawl over here. They're real rough. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I need like I need like flowers, and I need butterflies, and I need like I need my doula. I need, I need my, my doula. I need comfort around me. No luck, no dice. So they transfer <laughs> me to Port of Spain. Now at this moment, I am passing out. 
So I would get oh up, gosh. have a contraction, and then pass up. And then get yeah, up again. Yeah, because they said the amount of pain yes. you feel during labor is, en- is like the equivalent of all your bones in your body being broken it at the same time. It was broken and on <clears throat> fire and being stabbed. It was like all of that in one. So I would like get up, like cry, and then knock back out. And then get back up and cry again and knock back out. So eventually, so I got to put a spin giant around 8, 9 o'clock. I feel like we're scaring people. We're no, but, but <laughs> this, this is the truth that nobody told me. Right. So I get there and I'm at this point. So my midwife couldn't stay, but my husband could stay because as long as he did um, the childbirth classes, Paulus mm-hmm. Benjen allows your partner in the room with you. Oh, but that's nice. It is. So my midwife had, had to leave. I mean, but she came, she came, made sure all my forms were signed. They had no issues with my documentation and then she left. So mm-hmm. then she's there with a new midwife. Um, she looked like roughly around our age. And I was like, listen, so she's big. Yes. I'm like, listen, take the baby out. Take the baby out. I was like, I can't do this anymore. You have to take her out. You have to. And I'm crying hysterical now because this baby needs to come out. I'm like, give me anything. I don't care anymore. I need the drugs. Give me anything you want to give me. Get the baby out. I'm tired. I'm drained. What was And then I, and then I knock back out. So anyway, so I poured a spain. So they had to give me um drips. And mm-hmm. they hooked me up. I had to get a catheter in. Mm, fun times, fun times. Mm. Not. And eventually, so she came back and she said, okay, I'm, I'm going to go get you something to help. She comes back and gives me Pitocin. Oh, my God. Pitocin. I heard that shit's the devil. It's the devil. Oh, it's the devil. It's the devil had a twin and it's a wife. It was like, it was, it was, I can't even describe the pain. It was just, everything is on fire. Everything is being broken. Like the hairs on my hands, on my, everything is in pain. And I'm just like, get through this, get through this, get through this. And then, and then I was like, look, I think now's the time I need to push. She's like, you sure? I'm like, yes. So she checks me. She's like, yes, you're 10 centimeters, push. I push once, I push twice. And then the third time I push, I'm like, that is a ring of fire. And Aretha, Aretha, I felt so calm in that moment when I realized the next push is the ring of fire. Because I was like, at yeah. it. And I was like, and I felt calm. I was like, Rachel, just relax. And I remember you told me, take a big poop, Rachel. Take a big poop. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, push, I'm going to poop, Rachel. And in two pushes and she was out. Okay. But the ring of fire, I, didn't have, I mean, for me, it was more of... It didn't like well, Rachel, you, were, you you had done already gone through like twenty four hours of torture. Yes. Like, so for me, the real fire compared to that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so for me, my labor hurt a lot more than the ring of fire. Like the ring of fire was like easy. That was like poop when yeah. you're done. And she came mm-hmm. out and I'm crying. I'm like, is she okay? Is she okay? And they're like, she's fine. Relax. The, <laughs> only, the only thing is that my after, uh, my uh, my percent, my after, but on her, um, for some reason, detached. So they had to pump it out of my stomach. Which felt yeah, very okay. weird. And then in Port Spain, they show it to you like, okay, this is what it looks like. There are no cuts or tears. And I'm like, how am I supposed to know what it what it like what it looks like if it's missing a piece? And I'm like, okay, cool, great. And then they take it off and clean the baby, and that was that. Okay. And you didn't have any ripping, nothing like that. Oh, thankfully again. I took your advice. I did the perineal massages and I did some yes. vaginal steams. Uh, yes. Started, I think, in my, like, thir- in my last 32 weeks. Mm-hmm. So I had no tears. Yes. No rips. Here. No cuts, nothing. Yeah. It was like, oh my God. 
know. Ooh, that's a, you're telling me my own sounds intense. Yo, it's a, I will take the freeway <laughs> over 24 hours yeah. of hot, scalding labor I, any day. And, and so when people are like, so you have the next one? I'm like, I am still tortured by the first one. So no, thank you. Yeah, no, that sounds traumatic. It was, it was yes, mm-hmm. it was a very traumatic experience. And I think yeah. I am. I'm I'm done. That's yeah. it for me. <laughs> that's it, lady. When like when like um I was ten cent with this, she's like, your body's working so efficiently. I was like, don't feel like it. <laughs> to me, don't feel like it. Yes, because what um what they told me, my birthday class, you're like, oh, women have done this for centuries. Your body knows what to do. And for me, it was like my body's not doing what it's supposed to do because they're supposed to be in and out, like in and out. Like why is it taking so long? Possibly it's just like calm down. Like I I feel like we had like the two like opposite ends. Yeah, where like my body did a little bit too much. Like you hype, calm down. You gotta make it to the hospital. And then at the other end, you're just like relaxed. Like she gonna get here when she gets here. Like no, exactly. nobody. We want her here now. I this want, hurts. I want her here now. And I don't think anybody could have explained to me the pain that I felt that contractions feel like. Yeah, that is an indescribable pain that. <sighs> Yeah, I I still like I'm kind of so we want a second one and I'm kind of scared because I feel like the first one wasn't a cakewalk. Obviously, it had it ups and downs, but for me, the ups and downs were more emotional in terms of like, am I gonna get to the hospital time? I don't want my baby born by freeway with all this smog. It was more that. Yeah, I think honestly, all of that distracted from the pain because I can't okay. really remember the labor pain. Oh, you know, I oh. think like I know it hurt, but I think I might in my head. And then so America is so good Uh at its job in capitalism that if you go out of network you get charged more so I was also worried about that. So oh, okay. I was like, I'm not pushing this baby out until you tell me if this hospital's in network. Because <laughs> oh, okay. you're not about to hit me with a $30,000 bill yeah. right when I have to pay for daycare. You're not about to set me up for failure. Okay. So either get a helicopter <laughs> and get me to my actual hospital or let me know if this is in network. Oh, and they're okay. like, well, it's not in network, but it was an emergency because you came in with emergency services and therefore okay. like... Oh, yes. Yeah, it, yeah. So I think all all of that, like having to worry about the billing, not being born on the side of the road, <laughs> me naked in the streets, all of that distracted me from like, you the know, pain? from the actual pain. Yeah. yeah, no, for me, it was just me. And I think the, I think people tell you sort of, oh, your body can do this. And I literally honestly felt like I couldn't do it. Like I wanted to give up so many times and I'm like, this is too much. And I begged her for drugs i was like before i wanted like a a a, a, a medication free experience mm-hmm. but at the end i was like give me anything I, at yeah. this point i can't do this alone i need medical intervention because <clears throat> this is not happening the way it's supposed to be happening. Yeah, like right. this is no. not how i envisioned it guys <laughs> no <laughs> but i will say my experience at port of spain was great like okay. the actual delivery the midwife listened to me she calmed me down i mean at one point she was like you need to stop cussing there are other ladies in here and i was like got you sorry for that i mean sorry the, the pain and okay and but they were really nice <laughs> my delivery team and his brother were really nice i didn't have any issue at all with actually giving birth there so yeah yeah my crew was pretty good too um i know that we wanted to kind of touch on today we're kind of running out of time so we can touch on this next episode yeah black women in america have a disproportionately higher rate of dying in childbirth and yeah we wanted to touch on that and how my experience 
details of the hospital and stuff but that's something we can leave for the next episode but i will kind of like start wrapping it up with saying like my experience was actually really good i think part of it of course was the distraction as i said also i think i didn't know about these statistics at that time and i think that helped my anxiety currently yeah. I'm having a second child because of the anxiety that's not related yeah. to knowing those statistics so yeah. i don't know if i would have been better off to not know or if i'm better off knowing see like that knowledge is power but knowledge also brings anxiety kind of yes. thing that's where i'm kind of at stress now, you know? yeah yeah i yeah, I can understand that. And and for me, I think I would tell anybody now, always have a plan B. Like, don't be so mm-hmm. sure that your plan A is going to work out because it doesn't work yeah. out. Yeah, because you know drugs might turn into needing drugs. You're getting <laughs> to the hospital within 16 hours might turn into you now need to be at the hospital within two hours. Correct. You yeah. know, and so, yeah. So always have a backup plan or two or three or four. And because our transition from the birthing center to the hospital, it was because I had carry like you, I had carry like a suitcase of stuff i was like mm-hmm. i'm gonna need this and a pillow and this and port of spin gen is like they you only go in with like you can have i think three outfits for the child and they list what what you have to have in your bag so they were like pulling stuff out of my bag because i couldn't go in there with like a suitcase of stuff for I'd me have been so yeah, mad. The baby. Been it was so mad. it was just it was it was it was a lot yeah but I mean, she's but, here, she's great, she's healthy. Yeah, and that's the main thing at the end of the day. It's not about having an ideal experience. It's about having an experience with both mother and baby make it out alive, yes. with all their limbs attached, fully functioning, and can transition back to normal life as yes. soon as, you know, or yeah. whatever the new normal is for them. And so, yeah, and I think we're both really fortunate in terms of that. We have two healthy, happy children and... Um, I think w- the conclusion that you can come to is that no matter whether your labor is long, whether your labor is short, whether it goes to plan, you have it with your doctor, you have it with your doula, the end result is just having a healthy baby. And so I think next time we can touch on what are some of the things that we can do to like help our labor process along and make it like yes. more comfortable for us. Correct. You know? yeah. and, and also you, you could also touch on what you said, like what, um, what you now know about being black and delivering in the states mm-hmm. and you can kind of yeah. touch on that and to wrap up i would just like everybody to please like and subscribe wherever you guys listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify or soundcloud like subscribe and share yeah so we're on apple we're, we're on apple Podcasts, we're on google Podcasts, soundcloud anchor spotify and a few others breaker all that kind of stuff so yeah, so far, thank you guys for the support. We've been getting a lot of good feedback. You guys like a little funny. <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> you know, and so just keep coming back. We're going to keep talking about parenthood and the differences between, you know, parenting in Caribbean, parenting as a Caribbean American in America now, etc. Yeah. And yeah, we really appreciate the love and we're glad that we could share this with you guys. Okay, thanks guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.